Welcome back to the Millennial Podcast. Are you snorting coke off to the side? What? Are you snorting coke? Well, it's, um, I gotta take it for my nasal congestion. Because yeah. if I don't, I'm gonna be coughing the whole time. Oh, yeah. Did you go to the doctor's or you just get that from the store? I went to the doctor. I got put on steroids and amoxicillin. <clears throat> They always give you that heaviest, genius drugs. <laughs> well, what sucks is like, <clears throat> um, the, so what, okay, funny story because I'm crazy. So the steroids that they gave me, I got for one, I had like my injury when I fell in February. So when I remember I went to urgent care that one day because I was in like excruciating pain. Yeah, when you thought you had the blood clot. Yeah, like it was crazy. Like it hurt so bad. I went, when I went, she gave me the steroid called like prednisone. Okay. And she didn't give me like any information about the steroid. Like just said, I'll give you like a five day supply. Um, just take it as is. And like, you'll should you, it should feel better. It'll help with like the swelling and the nerve pain. And I was like, okay, perfect. Like I want this fucking swelling to go down. I want this nerve pain to go down. So I get it without any context to like what this pill is. So of course, like I get it and I do research because I want to make sure that I know how to take it. I know what I'm putting in my body. Like, you know what I mean? So I go on fucking, this is like, it was bad timing. Cause I got my second COVID shot. At this I already point. thought you were dying. So I wasn't feeling good. I had to work a 10 hour day. And so I went to CVS for work, picked up my pill and I get to work and I'm like, okay, how do I take this? And I read all this shit and it's for like cancer patients who get like um, blood transfusions basically. So they get really, a lot of cancer patients will get sick. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah. All right. Um, Yeah. So basically like it's for like cancer patients who get like blood transfusions and it's supposed to help like your immune system go up and nothing about it. Anything I read was about nerve pain or hematoma or nothing. And I was like, I'm not fucking taking these because it said it can make you, um, your immune system lowered and I just got my second COVID shot. And I was like, well, I don't want to fuck with the shot. I just, yeah. got. so I never took it. And I just was like, fuck it. I'm just not going to take it. I'm just going to like do what I've been doing, which is like the rice method, which obviously it's been a lot better since I haven't had any complaints other than it's still swollen, but that's going to take a while to go away anyway. So then I get, I do a virtual visit with a doctor. Cause I was like, I cannot deal with my congestion anymore. Like I'm coughing. I can't breathe. So I called doctor. He basically told me I had upper respiratory infection. Cause like nothing else in my body, I feel fine. Otherwise, like I'm not sweating. I'm not like in pain. You know what I mean? Right. So he was like, I'll put you on two things. He's like, I'll put you on amoxicillin, which every fucking doctor puts you on amoxicillin for like 10 days, which I fucking hate that shit because it makes me not feel good. Yeah. And then he's like, have you been on this steroid called prednisone? And I'm like, oh, no, I am not going down this road again. Like, I go, I go, a doctor tried to prescribe me those and I didn't take them. He's like, what do you mean you didn't take that? And then I told him all this stuff. And he was like, that's for long-term use. He goes, the five-day... <laughs> You like it's a- you just been getting it on with these doctors and psychiatrists <laughs> about your googling like they have been fucking smacking you hard about fucking being a google doctor yeah because like steroids like i i get scared to take them because there's some like really nasty side effects with steroids well i mean you had that hor- horrific experience when you were <clears throat> younger about like 
taking those steroids or whatever the fuck you were on and the doctor being like, oh, well, that was your body fucking shutting down and you could have died. So, like, it's within your right to have those type of reservations about fucking drugs. My sulfates, because I'm allergic to sulfates and it causes heart failure, which I'm like, that's cute. Love that for me. Like, so I get a nice, that's a nice thought to <laughs> me up at night. Well, now I get paranoid whenever I have to take a pill because I want to make sure that it's good because I used, when I was, you know, when you're younger, you don't care. You just take whatever the doctor gives you. Now I'm a bit more cautious because of that yeah. whole situation. Like you, you said, be. so, but I'm going to take them because he's like, if you've been on them for five years, he was like, yeah, your face is going to get puffy and you're going to gain water weight because he goes, that's what steroids do is they like, make you gain water weight. And he's like, but you're on them for five days. He's like, they're not going to do anything but make you feel hyperactive. And he goes, you might be a little more hungrier, but he was like, you can eat vegetables. You don't have to eat a bag of chips if you're hungry. <laughs> like, wow, you went on, was your fucking certification <laughs> in Savage? Because I feel fucking attacked. I was like, <laughs> you know, these virtual doctors don't care because they're no, probably. No, they don't. They're not in your, you can't fucking <clears throat> go off on them. No, they're not. They probably are retired. They probably only do it for side extra money. You know what I mean? He's like an 80-year-old man. And I'm like, you know what? I'll fucking take them. And of course, you don't listen to my problems. Yeah. So I've been taking some fine. But but I can't sleep at night. So I got to take one in the morning, one at night. And at night, I'm just like up, like twitching because they make me feel like a fucking teenage boy. Like I can't sit down and relax. You know what I mean? Like, uh Time to dig out the Nintendo Switch and just fucking go mindless for a few hours. <laughs> it's by it's by my bedside, so I'm prepared. Did you see Britney Spears lost her conservatorship? <laughs> uh, let me start that again. Did you see Britney Spears lost her conservatorship? Um, I did. She has another chance, July fifteenth. I saw. I didn't think. It was going to get taken away immediately. And I really think that they're going to probably have to replace that judge since there seems to be so many problems with her. They just want more evidence, I oh, think, yeah. that she's being... Because I feel like her testimony, though, it was, like, super powerful. I don't think it was enough to convince them. No. Unfortunately. You like you said, the judges needs probably the go-to. Yeah. Uh, you can't... That was the first time in years she spoke so clearly, so candidly. Honestly, I don't think she's ever spoken that real before because media has terrorized her. That's why I think it's so funny. People on media think they're saving her. Yeah. It's so ironic. Even like Chris Crocker has gotten to the point where he's, because he got a lot of influx from Gen Z. He can't handle it. He just fights with them constantly because they're just like, you your grandma's mm-hmm. sick you should make her a vegan he's like get the fuck off my page like it's always just some shit like that like you're really eating chick-fil-a you <laughs> right like thank you i'm a gay man from the south i know all about fucking chicken yeah exactly um, exactly he even said i don't want to talk about her because he's like this isn't my story this is hers right and the fact that people just are like, oh, we need to be there for her. It's like, honestly, you guys being there are the reason <clears throat> she got all that evidence thrown at her at courtrooms in the first place. Right, exactly. I did think it was funny that her sister and her dad came out and was like, we support Brittany and just want what's best for her. And the state of California has done her so wrong. It's like, you mean her family did you wrong? You guys? Because she said she wanted to sue you guys. 
Well, and then I like how her sister's like me and you know, Jamie's like, I let, we talk all the time and we always keep in contact. And then her, like that guy that she'd married for like 55 hours came out and did mm-hmm. a thing and he signed like an NDA. So he was like, I couldn't speak out for years because of this, this contract I signed and was saying how, um, Jamie's speech, he was like, it was all bullshit because he was like, she knows damn well. She hasn't spoken to her sister in years. And has no idea what's going on with this with her sister. So he was like, he like called her something that was so funny. He said that she was like a little rat. Yes. Or so whatever he said about her. Yes, I, I did like, see the little rat. That shit comment. was so funny. <laughs> he called her out. He's like, you haven't spoken to her in years. I was it's like, yes. I love the fact that that video was circling back around with Jamie Lee going behind the desk. She like chased mm-hmm. fast food workers with a fucking knife. Yeah, she's crazy. Oh, oh she's yeah. crazy too. Oh, she was a fucking Nickelodeon kid. You know she got fucking abused. Like, oh yeah. And I'm sorry, Zoe One Hundred and One. I know I said it in the last show, not a great show. No, I don't people- understand why people pretend it's iconic. You know, I used to say I didn't understand why Mean Girls was iconic, and I kind of still don't because if you really break down that movie, it's an awful movie about <clears throat> awful people. There's oh, no yeah. likable characters really in that movie. It just got a lot of dialogue that people relate to. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand why people try to make all these, like, old Nickelodeon shows come back. Like, why is there a need for another iCarly? Because I, iCarly, I think iCarly has a big enough fan base that I, it, people I think so, too. will watch but it. But the chick who plays Sam isn't coming back. And she no, was, like, she, she was... I mean, that real traumatized. Uh, her. Yeah, fucking. She was a fucking victim of, uh, well, you know, allegedly, and fucking Dan Schroeder, like that fucking monster, like the shark in the fucking Disney tank or no Nickelodeon tank. Yeah, I know. So we can do our final frenemies update. Oh well, I just saw. <laughs> oh god. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'm just talking the fact that. Trisha has apologized and deleted all of her yeah. videos directed at Ethan. I did like his um, response back, which was like, I had to go through 10 video ads to get to the point of your apology. Cause like she didn't take off her ads when she did her apology video with him. Like she had like 10 points of separation, in all her videos. Oh really? I don't think yeah. I, I couldn't. I think I watched the first 10 minutes of it and was just like, I'm not getting through this 41 minute video. It's just, well, that's what he said. He said it was just too hard to watch because every, like you should see how many red dots are in that video on her thing. It's crazy. Any, if it isn't a drama related video, her views Mm. don't break over a (coughs) hundred. No, sorry. It's going to happen throughout this. Um, No, she she knows that, too. That's why she wanted to upload it. Because she knew that I would get views. But also, like, I do understand how he feels. Because it's like, you have my phone number. You know, where I li- you know where I live. It's not like we don't have any contact of the sort with each other as people. And I knew he was going to think her apology was bullshit. Like, I knew right away he was not going to be like... He's okay. truly hurt. And now she oh, has yeah. to deal with the fact that there's no... Okay, I apologize. Everyone can be back again. And that's yes, even what people were saying. 
Because I did see a part in the video where she was like, Ethan stands, and someone in the comments was like, they're not Ethan stands. We're your fans that have always been here, and we're saying yeah. this is too much. Like, you were in the wrong. Like, stop. Yeah. He, um, he had some good points. He was just like, I, I don't think he knew how to take – I don't think he accepted it at all, which I think is the best decision he could make in that yeah. moment, you know, which was like – I think if he, I think she's used to her negative behavior always being turned around or like thrown under the table. And mm -hmm. I think she's finally getting, you know, she's, she's finally being told like, no, like you can't just do whatever you want to do and then everything be okay later on. So. Yeah. You can't constantly keep calling someone a bad person Biz, business wise and personal wise you accuse mm -hmm. him of sexual assault at the end of the day you that's what maybe, he said yeah <clears throat> like that's not shit that you can be like you can just take back yeah that's what he said he was like you try to ruin my life mm -hmm. and then you make this apology video without even apologizing to the crew and he said the most important was like the fact, and, and he said in his video he released on h3 after dark, he was like, you have everyone's number. He goes, we have a group chat together on WhatsApp. He goes, at any point, you could have contacted the crew on that app and said, hey, I'm sorry about my behavior. But he goes, you never did. And then in the video, she's lying again. And she's claiming that she doesn't have anyone's contact information. Yeah. That's what so he was in the pissed. comments are saying. And now it's even getting to the point, you know, we'll move on past that now because all of her focus is back on gabby hannah and i still don't know who gabby hannah is and at this point i don't care to google her i know yeah. she makes some fun they can't sing neither one of them they seem like the same person i agree with ethan's mother they're yeah. fucking kind of like i get why you two don't get along you're too fucking alike like, that's what it is at the end of the day yeah i did like that tiktok shit that i sent you with silly george who is a drag queen <clears throat> slash she does like oh. tiktok drama stuff he's mm. a real trisha paytas stand because he dragged ethan this entire time like yeah, let's he did. be honest to the point people were like i think you're a little biased and he couldn't see it he pointed out that you know she's always rewriting the history especially with gabby hannah saying gabby hannah started this rumor when she has came out and said shane started the rumor originally mm -hmm. and then he added her. I mean, the video is directed for Trisha and Trisha only, but of course everyone else is going to watch because it's fucking TikTok. Who actually scrolls when you get told to scroll? Right, right. And I saw her response where she was kind of trying to flip it on him and make it seem like he was attacking her and lying, and he just shut it down completely. He was like, Trisha, I'm your fan. Don't do this. Kind of like what she does to Ethan, and it just shows that she has a real problem with accountability. And I know she always, like, will, <clears throat> you know, she says she doesn't use her, like, mental stuff as a crutch mm -hmm. or anything like that. But she honestly really does. Because mm -hmm. a lot of the way she speaks is to shut down a conversation. So you can't talk to her about anything wrong that she's done. So, but she no. will always be, Trisha Paytas will always be Trisha Paytas. This is what she's yeah. known for. So none of us can really be surprised, but that's our little update for it. And if she, I don't think she'll end up back on front of And I think at this point, Ethan, he can't risk it again. Even if he brought her back with a contract, with an NDA, she would still fucking find a way. 
Yeah, and I think he likes his parents being on that podcast and, too. And it's actually it's, kind of funny. It's doing well. And that's it's the really thing. funny. He was able to replace her. Sorry. And you know, and I do like the idea of him having like different co-hosts every once in a while. Like, you know. I did too. So. I think he's he plays off of like we saw it in the Bella Porch interview. Like mm-hmm. he knows how to I think he's gotten better with how to talk to people and how to interview people. So, and I think he can really do well. Like, you know, I, I don't blame him for wanting like Tana Mojo on there. I think mm-hmm. that she would be a great She's person. Content. She yeah, had a fucking I, show on MTV. Like, uh, she has yeah. an audience as much as people don't want to. Like, yeah, I think I think she's scamming people with her fucking crypto. I hope she goes to prison for that. All these yeah. influencers who are all on these fucking <clears throat> cryptocurrencies buying Porsches and Mercedes Benzes and designer fucking items while Mm -hmm. their fans are losing all their fucking money. I hope they get prosecuted for that in the future. Mm -hmm. But she would make a good fucking host on an episode of Frenemies. Ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Like we said, like he has now a new kind of audience with a Gen Zer. So if Mm -hmm. he gets people interested enough and gets people that are like, you know, in the realm of like, who they watch and who they listen to. I think he can have a very successful side podcast. Plus, I don't see why he couldn't. Within the last couple of weeks of this <clears throat> drama, he's been able, I mean, yeah, he's had more drama, but he's also like showed he doesn't need her. No. People are still interested in what he's doing and her not being involved at all. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's one of the reasons why that whole thing with he did with Crowder. Because even though he knew it made him look shitty, he, he knew people weren't going to fucking talk about Trish after this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's all I, I really have to say on the matter anymore. I don't know if you got anything to add. No, just that I kind of, like I said, like I enjoy his mom and dad being on there. I think it's funny. Yeah. I think his mom is super cute and she's very pretty too. So pretty. And she has a lot of good things to say. And she doesn't, you know, like, I think people thought it was out of like when she talked about like the Gabby Hanna and Trisha being like very similar people. I could tell that some people were kind of shocked that she said that, but she's not wrong though. No, is the problem. Especially she had a lot when of you point it out. Yeah, when you use points and you're saying, and at the same time, you can't be mad at a mother's opinion of someone who's like attacking her son who's attacking her daughter-in-law who's attacking her grandson telling them they shouldn't have parents that their parents shouldn't be involved in their kids life like you know that's the personal shit that comes with Mm -hmm. the downside of having your family involved with your business is all your personal shit can kind of get aired out and trisha has no problem doing that no so that's all i have to say about you too though did you see that fucking mm-hmm. condo that collapsed in Miami? Did you see the fucking footage? This is a crazy story. Have you been following it all? I have been following it since it started. Because, like, the footage of the building collapsing is insane. insane. It's a 12-story building and half of the fucking building collapsed. Like, the people that live on the other side of the building, like, I couldn't even imagine what their mind was. No. No one had a chance... Honestly, I was talking about this like yesterday with somebody. 
it's kind of scary when that stuff happens because like you can tell, you know, that these people are just doing whatever they do on a regular basis at night or sleeping. They're or probably the all sleeping. Was. That's one of the scariest things. They have something that traumatic happen while you're fucking sleeping. Yeah. And you don't know what's happening. Like they probably don't even like they, none of them are alive long enough to probably no, no one that the, let's be honest with each other. Like, the 150, how many, how many people now are missing? You know, I think they found five of the 150, and everyone that they have found so far is dead. I don't, yeah. at this point, it's almost a week out. I know Biden's team is supposed to get down there today and attempt rescues, but they keep having to call off the rescues. At this point, they're, they're looking for bodies. I mean, there could be a miracle, but there's been heavy rain. It's been super hot. Mm-hmm. That fucking building's been smoking. There's been, mm-hmm. they're, they're saying it's so fucking unsafe that they can't even send rescue teams down there. So. Yeah. I don't think anyone survived. Point, yeah. Oh, what a, that's terrifying. And if it, honestly, at, in situations like that, all you can hope is that it was fucking quick. Because I couldn't yeah. fucking imagine being all the way down there. Oh, Well, all the dirt and rumble and stuff, like, I had to have been. Gases, People living on... fumes, gas lines being exposed and going... I mean, I'm sure they... Well, I don't even know how you can turn all that off after a certain point with damage being so bad. Well, the people living on the lower levels were screwed immediately because oh, yeah. everything just went on top of... It, so, it sounds so, like, like cynical, but it's true. It's, like, it's, it's, it's like if people are hopeful, like, family members, I get that. But, like you said, it's been a week, like, at this point. I just don't think anyone that is missing is alive still. You know, like, well, if someone happened to, like, and, and it's not like anyone happened to, like, scurry away from the site and, like, seek to cover a refuge you know what i mean it's like yeah, i don't it was really a think cement building yeah a i don't really story think cement building that fell like a house of cards it really does seem like <clears> it was <throat> all just collect- it looked like a bomb exploded that's how it looked well it's even more shocking and this is what's going to cause the story to continue is all those mm-hmm. videos popping up from 2019 and before of the residents of that condo complaining about how much work that building needed. It needed before the collapse an estimated $9 million worth of work that the company was ignoring. The day of the of the collapse, the mm. walls were splintering and pipes were bursting. So mm-hmm. management should have evacuated that fucking building. Well, the place probably should have been condemned years before this fucking happened. And yeah, it was just fucking ignored. So there's like this. So as someone who like grew up with family members that are in like contract businesses, and my dad who does all that stuff, like you know, it's it's kind of an interesting thing because, like you know, those like penthouses in Royal Oak, for example, like the mm-hmm. ones that are just like in the middle of downtown or whatever. Yeah, Brandon's built a couple of those. Yeah. So half some of those had to be redone because they had structural issues. And you can see like a lot of those like expensive buildings that are millions of dollars, like they have so much like infrastructure issues because they're not built. They're built, they're built to be made to make money off of yeah, is really what they're exactly. built for. You're seeing a lot of that with this fast put up, like all those, um, that's why it always kills me when people move out to the suburbs and they mm. buy those huge houses oh, and like the no, cul-de-sacs. No, no, no. They're 
hundreds of thousands of dollars. You have to live by the community's rules. You can't have a fence. Your neighbors are right on fucking top of each other. And the fucking houses are shit. They're not made with like the proper stuff. So nothing lasts. It's basically by the time you buy it, it's going to disintegrate until you move out and you're probably not going to be able to resell it for anything. Well, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's like, anytime I look at like, you know, eventually I would like to buy a house and sometimes like a houses. And I think to myself, like, I, I want like an old, I want like a 1970s, 1980s home. Cause let's be real. Those houses were built to last. Like any home that was made in like the seventies and eighties, especially in this area that we live in mm-hmm. there, a lot of them have been redone too and remodeled to look more modern, but like the structure of those homes are just built so well. Like people don't make homes like that anymore. No. Like, let's be honest. Like no one does. And people get away with shitty work. I mean, look at the house I live in. When we got it, they sold it to us without a certificate of occupancy, which mm-hmm. means it was vacant before someone lived here. And then they bought like they bought it for super dirt cheap and then they remodeled it and then they sold it. But because it didn't have that certificate, anything like plumbing, electrical has to be ripped out and redone. So like mm-hmm. you get the house and then all of a sudden the city's coming saying like oh we can condemn your house because your house isn't up can, can, like code and this yeah. took years and thousands of dollars they had the boys had to go and sue the person who so- sold us the house to try to get some money back and it was taking forever and they they had to settle eventually <clears throat> but it just goes to show that that's the problem with construction and this type of business is there is a very big shady element that when it's ignored in extreme cases you get results like this where this place had been needing help for years the residents Mm. were being ignored no one was helping them The, the place wasn't listening the city did nothing and now we have this huge disaster which is very unfortunate yeah, it's sad. So, but <clears throat> we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I don't really, I don't really feel like anything good's going to happen other than maybe now they, I don't know. I feel like people don't learn their lesson, dude. I'm sorry. Like people in that situation, like they'll get, like, pay, the families will get payouts probably. They'll get a settlement. I'm sure, but I don't know what that's going to cause or what that's going to fix. Because in Florida, there's probably tons of buildings like that that are just built to fucking house people just to house them because they know that people move to Miami, people move, people move there. It's like New York City, you know. Even though I feel like New York City is a bit more structurally more found because, like, it's a bigger. I don't know. I don't, you know what I'm trying to say is like, yeah. I feel like there's some dirty dogs in that type of business. Well, and- yeah, especially when, you know, a lot of, like, Miami is beachfront, stuff like that. That's what the condo was. People mm-hmm. throw that stuff up there to get people in, and they don't really care about it if it's going to That's just like, you know, they say if you buy a townhouse, they're mm-hmm. fucking, at the end of the day, they're pieces of shit, too. They, they disintegrate, like, trailers because they're not made with proper Mm -hmm. stuff to build to last like it's all cheap wood plastic like they don't actually use real materials to make things anymore that's a lot of the problem yeah very true so so i know i talked earlier about that tiktok i sent you like a while ago about true crime and how oh yeah 
<clears throat> mainstream media makes it very insensitive to victims' families. And I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think the speculation a lot of people do with Chris um, with true crime is disgusting. One of the examples I see a lot now is that Christopher Watts case. It is gross how many people, women mostly, mm-hmm. justify him killing his wife and kids because, oh, she was a bitch. Oh, she was one of those boss ladies who did one of those pyramid schemes. She was just a cunt and he couldn't take any... Like, it's gross. And I understand how with social media being so big and true crime being so big, how victims' families are really starting to have an issue with how widely these cases get talked about and the speculation. Because it is gross. Like, you were talking about real lives. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I remember years ago, I knew someone who had a small little clothing company. She'd make custom stuff for whatever you wanted. And I remember she made, like, a few shirts where some guy wanted them. It was a custom request. But they were crime scene photos. Of, like, mm-hmm. Bundy's victims or something like that. It was, like, one of them. But they were, like, super bloody and very graphic. And I just remember her posting them on Facebook and being like, why the fuck? That's embarrassing if you think to wear that out of the house. Like, why? It leaves a bad taste in your mouth if someone would want to wear that. Like, what? I just don't understand. Like, And, you know, and that's coming from someone who owns a lot of horror shirts. Right. So, like, maybe there is... So maybe I'm being hypocritical in saying that, but at the same time, the monsters on my shirt aren't real. Yeah, it's not like you're wearing, like, actual dead people's bodies on your shirt. Like, actually real victims. I I have horror tattoos, but none of Mm -hmm. it is real. Right. Yeah, I don't think anything is wrong with that either. But I know what you're saying where it's, like, you're profiting off of other people's, like... um, mortality and other people's mm-hmm. yeah badness BT, btk's daughter can't make any money off of her father's story and we're always talking shit about her but it's like okay i do get her point as to why do other people get to make money off of his story like why is it acceptable that etsy has if you type in serial killer you can buy 10 bundy like candles jeffrey dahmer flip-flops like who but who I, you know who would want that is always my fucking opinion but it's there and there's massive amounts of it so yeah people do want it so i get how there's like this weird gray area going on with this stuff and that's not socially acceptable really like you you are bad yeah like you're really yeah the romanticizing really needs to stop we fetish a lot in this society Mm -hmm. like a lot of different things like romance fucking any genre really Mm-hmm. And true crime has really become since I think Netflix, those documentaries really, I mean, you know, me and you have always watched that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. It's nothing new to us, but Netflix really made it a trendy thing that everyone talks about now. And I think people have lost the sensitivity towards it. Like now people are just like, so what are your thoughts? Like it, it kills me. The people that'll just be like, who's it when I saw, I know everyone will just talk about John, Vinay's brother yeah about how he did it and you know he's like sued people for saying that shit before he changed his whole name he like Mm -hmm. his whole identity has been changed so I don't know who knows what he even looks like honestly 
Yeah, I never really that case. I remember so much of it when I was like a kid because I just remember being a kid and seeing her face on like the National Enquirer in the grocery store. Oh yeah, I remember that. Check out with my mom for whatever reason. That that was I just remember, and it would always be oh her mother's shocking deathbed confession. Like I just remember like the case was so sensationalized that it's always been like an enigma to me. And it's one of those things that it, when you do look at it, they fucked up the case so much. You really can't say which is which. I mean, yeah, chances are it was probably a family accident. I don't think mm-hmm. anyone probably meant to kill her. And then, it, you know, because I've also seen people try to connect to like the Epstein shit. I've seen tons of crazy theories. But why yeah. is your theory more valid than someone else's? And should we really be talking about this so publicly? Like Alex Jones lost his, you know, I thought this was fucking crazy. Alex Jones lost his platform and was sued because of like the whole Sandy Hook stuff. And, you know, if you agree with it, whatever, if you don't, whatever, I don't really care. That's not the point. But isn't it funny that now the Sandy Hook conspiracy theories are starting to pop off on TikTok and these people are gaining millions of followers for it when, Alex Jones lost his platform his I mean rightfully so if you go up and try to confront some like if you're really going to confront parents of fake dead children or real dead children there's something wrong with you and yeah you should be arrested yeah but now you're seeing the whole nother generation repeating it again and now it's just getting more and more and more and Gen Z is a bit aggressive with their views on things they are. I do. Um, well, I guess my opinion on it is like as somebody who I'm very like fascinated by serial killers, but a lot of it just is like the mindset behind being someone that can do that is what fascinates me the most. It's not like I'm like, oh, it's so cool to be a serial killer and yeah. to like do all this stuff. It's more so like, it's just interesting how a lot of them have very similar brain patterns. And I find that whole side of it really interesting. And like, you know, and how, and, and let's be honest though, like serial killers back in the eighties and nineties are just way cooler. And that even sounds bad to say, but it's just like the way that now it's talked about, it's almost like, It's, it is almost like, like you said, these new, like, Gen Z kids that are kind of finding out about these people. It's, like, old news. I'm, like, this shit is yeah. stuff I've been hearing well, for years. It was, like, I remember you sent me a video <clears throat> one time, and it was about some McDonald's massacre that happened in the 80s. And then mm. I remember I texted you back. I was, like, this is just a girl, like, listing off dead people's names. Yeah. Like, the- I get the story's very interesting, but when she's just, like, when it's, like, fucking five videos and you're, like, Sharon Jones, Marcus Delray and you're just like girl uh like I understand what you're doing but this is a little exploitative what you're doing yeah her videos are crazy she actually has gotten in trouble from TikTok a lot of times I'm not fucking surprised because she does post like I I honestly didn't really I thought it was interesting because I didn't know about them. Oh, it was interesting, but you know, I was like I think I mostly was shocked by this girl's videos because I was like oh my God, like you're listing each individual victim and then you're listing how they died. And that is shocking to see. And I get in her mind and her mindset from her, from what she talks about, she feels like she's bringing like 
she's she's like not exploiting the victim. She's exploiting the person that did that to them because you know, in, in a lot of cases, like the the person that commits the crime is the one that gets a lot of the more like talked about content. I get that, but also but in the I don't same see sense. her. Oh, keep going No, no, you go. I just like don't really see her side on that either because it's like if let's say like my mom and dad died in a horrific way and I saw some bitch on TikTok post a video about how they died, when they died, the act of how they died, I would be fucking one, I would be fucking pissed off. Because, or claiming like, you or your brothers did it. Like say it was an open yeah. and shut case and be like, well, you know, she had three kids, she had a daughter and she had two sons and this and that. So mm-hmm. I feel like this relationship was weird and maybe there was sexual <clears throat> abuse. Like that's the shit people do in the comments now. Yeah, they like they go off of each other. And then mm-hmm. each and then when they do that, it's like a lie after lie after lie. It's like only the people that were in that situation are gonna be the ones that know it, what happened in that situation. So sometimes those videos, though, they may be interesting in a sense for like, oh, this is something new I've never learned about. I will always sometimes stop the video and like look it up myself on like a different format because I feel like even like Wikipedia, even though it's Wikipedia will give me like a better idea and a better description about what's going on than these videos. And there's some like, there's a little bit more, honestly, there's more truth to like the matter than sometimes what you're reading on these TikToks. That's, that's a good point. That's one of my issues with like this new surge and all this stuff. Cause I've read a lot of true crime. I've watched a lot of true crime. I kind of stuck now to just reading about it. Cause I like to read about the court cases that does not make me pro cop, which at the same time, it's just like, I don't even know what pro cop and anti cop is even supposed to mean at this point anymore. I'm being honest. Like I don't really, mm-hmm. like, it is such people, people just want a fucking reason to have an issue with you. It seems like a lot of the time, but mm-hmm. it's very interesting because a lot of these cases are not open and shut people dedicate their lives to trying to find these people and then the court cases and what follows and all that. I have always found that very interesting. Nowadays, it seems people want to put their own opinion along with the facts. So they're telling a different narrative than what actually happened. Like Mm -hmm. they're either making something seem more insidious than it actually was or less. And that's very problematic I mean, there's a whole doc. I can't think of the name of the documentary, but it was on Netflix. Probably still is there. But it was about fucking this. What are those fucking advocates that get people off of death row? What is that called? Oh, um, I forgot what those are called. Either way, it took. It was with students at a law school. Like they were all learning. And they thought they found this case and they were convinced that the guy was put away wrong. They went so far into getting the guy released. They fucking get another guy to go to prison for it. And then it comes out that it was completely fake that the guy that they got out actually did kill that woman. And because of double jeopardy, he's now walking free and they imprisoned an innocent man. He was eventually was able to get freed himself, but it just shows that yes, you may have a good intention, but that doesn't mean you're right. And that's why you can't play fucking detective all the time. Yeah. I feel like people really are like, people really want to break their own case. (laughs) Everyone wants to be Sherlock Holmes. 
And that's just not gonna be what happened. That's like the people that try to like understand like Ted Bunny's life and what he'd been through. Or like, okay, okay, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be really honest and blunt right now because like as someone who likes astrology, okay, as someone who reads about it, tries to understand it, because I do believe in universal power. I do believe that a lot of why we're here on this earth is because we are all have a purpose. Um, I do believe that how we were born and when we're born does play a huge effect in our life and how we are as people. I do believe in that. Like, I'm not going to lie in front of people. Like I do believe in it. I do believe that how I'm built and molded could possibly be because of how the moon and the sun were when I was born. Okay. I'm going to be honest. And though that might sound crazy to people, it's just something that I believe in. It's like, if you go to church every Sunday, I don't give a fuck. Let me read my little astrology book is how I feel about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Live your life. But the people that will be on TikTok and they're like, let's do Ted Bundy's astrological chart. And he was born, he was born on whatever day. He's like a Sag sun, a Sag, like he's like a huge Sagittarius placement person. Okay. Like he has a moon in Sagittarius, which I do too. So that's fun. And then he has like a rising in Sag. He's a, he's a sun, a Sag sun, a Sag rising and a fucking Sag moon. Like this man is a triple Sagittarius. Okay. And Sagittarius people are pretty like, outwardly it's a fire sign you know and i get where they're coming from when they talk about ted bunny's astrological chart but to be like pluto was in the sixth degree when he was born and that's why he kills people no that's insane that to me is too much i'm like hey first of all yes exploitative right there yes because to me i'm like okay like yes is it interesting that there is a significant play in astrological sense with serial killers? Yes, I do think it's interesting that most serial killers are Pisces or Geminis or Sagittarius. I do think that shit's interesting because it does tell you that in some way the astrological train isn't broken completely. There is a theme to it. But let's just like keep that shit off of the internet because it's like all you're doing is making what he did right and that's not what we need to be doing it's like if you want to give people readings in your fucking home and do tarot card shit that is your fucking business but don't say because he was born in a six degree pluto degree that he murdered these women like they did not deserve to get murdered yeah not deserve to get raped and it's crazy i'm like no like, are you calling him a murderer because he's a Sagittarius then? Like, is that yeah. what you're saying is the reason? That's the problem with a lot of the speculation talk is right there. That's a perfect example. The video I sent you, I did think the chick was a little hypocritical because some of the points she was making was that, well, she brought up last podcast on the left. And... In my experience, and I've listened to that podcast quite a bit, and I haven't not so much in the last couple of years, but I've never thought that they were disrespectful to the victims. Like, yes, they use humor, but they are comedians, like real comedians. So, and I mean, regardless of if you think that's a valid excuse or not, she kept saying, she kept bringing up the fact that she knew one of the little girls that was killed in, or was stabbed during the Slender Man thing. I thought what her kept bringing that up in every video was about as exploitative as what she was complaining about, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You can just say, hey, I think it's weird that... Like, I agreed with her main point of the video that people will talk about a true crime case and then they'll just talk about, like, conspiracy <clears throat> theories about it. 
not talk about the actual facts of what happened in the documentary or the case, just their own thoughts and opinions about it. I get how that can be troublesome and that can lead to like the fam, the victims of the families feeling some type of way. Cause you know, people do get really, I mean, like I brought up Alex Jones earlier, you know, he talked about those, the Sandy Hook stuff so much that his fans started going to Sandy Hook and confronting the people of the town about the case. Mm-hmm. People do that online. I remember years ago, and I know I said it on a very earlier episode of the podcast where there was a case where this girl died. They thought it was the father, but then they thought it was this homeless man. But then it turned out to be someone totally else. And it turned out to be like an assisted suicide. The internet still wasn't happy, still believed it was the dad, still believed it could have been this homeless man. And that homeless man, a group of people took and threw him off a bridge because they thought he killed this girl. Yeah. Which he didn't. So don't say that online mob mentality doesn't lead to something. Because it obviously fucking does. Yeah, it does. There's a lot of misinformed information out there, which is why I recommend that if anyone's on these fucking channels, they do some research on their own and they do it privately and they yeah. get information by themselves because it's like, it's a lot of people. Like, another thing too I was thinking about while you were talking was like missing people, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe this is a really unpopular opinion, and I hate to say this, but I have always speculated that some people go missing because they want to go missing. They say and that's a lot of the time. A lot of the case is just people walking away from their old life. I mean, yes, there's horror stories, and I'm not discounting the fact mm-hmm. that there is many missing women and children. That's yeah. a problem. But people do sometimes just walk away from everything that they know yeah. and start over somewhere else. And I do feel bad for the families because I don't think they'll ever understand that because to them, you know, they're victims and they are victims because they don't get answers and there's no closure there. And they live the whole rest of their lives wondering. And I could never imagine someone that I loved care deeply just walked away from their life. And I never knew about it. Like that would, yeah. haunt, that would haunt me. The wand, it. Like, it's worse not knowing. I get At it. least if like someone was found dead, you can have some type of closure, but you never get closure if someone just disappears. Yeah. Well, okay. So I guess, for example, you know, like, have you ever heard like the Brian Schaffer case? Like, it's really interesting. He was like this, he was going to be a doctor and he disappeared in this like Ohio bar. And there was like no video footage of him leaving the bar at all. But there was like these two women that he went upstairs with at this bar. They came downstairs. He never was caught going downstairs. There's no exit door in this bar at all. And he had, like, there was a lot of crazy shit that happened in his life before he disappeared. Like, it's, it, like, it, the facts. Like, it's not, like, unfactual. Like, there is crazy stuff that happened to him. And I just really think that some people plan and execute sometimes their own shit. And, like, I think that at this point, it's been since the fucking 90s. It's, like, people on TikTok are still talking about his missing person case. And I get why they are, because it is interesting. But... I think that some people like, and his situation, I don't know. They, they, and like, how many people can you interview until you can't interview any more people about stuff? You know what I mean? Like how many people can you talk to until you can't talk to you about stuff? And at the end of the day, you don't know what's truly on, truly going on in someone's life. So when people on TikTok are like, well, he was a happy go lucky guy. Like, I wonder what happened. You don't know that. You don't know that. Like, you don't know anything about, like, that's what 
why I brought this up is because that pisses me off a lot when people say that or like, I hate to say it's two people commit suicide. It's like people talk about them in a way where they like romanticize them as a person. It's like, but again, yes, you kind of have as someone who understands this in a different way, you can want to have an ideal image of somebody in your head that this person is who they are to you. Right. And no one else would understand that. And I get that. I understand that. But at the end of the day, you don't truly really know somebody and the things that they're struggling with and what they're going through. So at the end of the day, you can never relate to that person and what they felt before they decided to do those things. And I'm not saying that it should feel good. And I'm not saying that should make people feel better, but that's some real shit. And I would never, ever want to put myself in those shoes. You know, I can never say, well, like, I know how they were feeling. I know what they felt before they did it. Do you? You have no idea what they felt before they did that. That's an extreme act. Like, that's an extreme thing to do as a person. And you will never understand it. So when people on TikTok are talking about people commit suicides, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, you have no idea anything about that person. You watch their YouTube videos or whatever the case was for years, but you truly don't know them. No. You know, and that's, at the end of the day, that's what it is. You don't know these people. And we can talk about it with everybody. You don't know these people. So stop talking about these people like they're your best friend that you grew up with in the city. Like, you don't know yeah. them. Yeah. And that shit pisses me off. And don't argue about shit that you're really not involved with. It's okay to want to talk about it. It's okay to want yeah, to know more. Yeah, 100%. To be curious about something, especially if you're taking it on yourself like you know we're talking about stuff in this podcast but this is our podcast if you don't like anything that we're talking about you fucking click off if that's what it is at the end of the day like people are entitled to their own spaces and their own thoughts but when you're being harassing with those thoughts and opinions to somebody Mm. else who doesn't agree or doesn't want to see that shit that's the issue exactly i just would never do that yeah the speculation is just trashy some yeah. of it especially like, i never understood like the chicks like i'll see it and usually when i click on the profile it's a little girl where it's always something with like a serial killer or i've seen quite a few dotty vanity videos where girls are like he's just so hot and it's just like oh I know. he is a five two bald like <laughs> every picture you post of him he's that's not his real hair he's wearing like clown paint <laughs> <laughs> and platforms like he's not an attractive man he's a he's a rat he's a little he rat. A rat he's jamie lynn spears <laughs> right. like i know off. but i'll see little girls being like i know he's a criminal but i just love him and it's like he's a rapist he's a child rapist that has been able to get away with it for fucking years because, yeah because you know i mean let's be honest like that's the thing with some of this shit is uh, there's been a few times where he could have went to jail, but the people involved in those things didn't want to press charges because mm. he really knows how to groom people. Like there's, and if you really fucking just go on YouTube and fucking Google his name or type in his name and there's hundreds of stories of girls with the same fucking story. Yeah, there is. Uh, and it's disgusting. And he gets away with it. So it's whatever. I mean, should we bring up Cosby now? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not going to lie. <sighs> if, he, if he does another hour, I'm interested in listening to it. <laughs> I'm interested in hearing the newest stand-up hour. Because it's fucking funny. Did you see him crip walking out of the fucking Yeah, jail? it was like... 
It's like it's like I thought you were blind and dying. Like that's what they were saying, and you seem. He looked like he went back uh, twenty years in age. He walking did. out of that fucking. His hair looked darker. His eyes were clearer. He seemed way more coherent. He just seemed like he was ready to take on the world again. Um, yeah, because he probably, well, uh, I don't even, I'm going to keep it real. Like maybe I'll have to do more research on Cosby before I talk about it. Cause again, I don't want to be misinformed. I'm not trying to talk shit about people that do that and do it themselves. So I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I need to do more research. I do think it was funny when he fucking <laughs> yeah i was like that can't he's be a right. comic when I, when I he's a comic at the end of the day i'm not yeah, surprised he's fucked up all comics are fucked up uh um felicia rashad she uh played his miss cosby she like tweeted on her instagram she was so happy that this justice has finally been uh you know happened served she like took off her comments and people are like, why are you taking off your comments if you're so, if this is such a positive thing. And it's just, she just like, want to hear it. it's a sensitive subject. I understand. Well, there's victims out there. You have yeah. to be respectful of the people who told the 50 women who came forward with the same fucking story same story that people corroborated that it was a fucking joke within the industry. He's basically a Harvey Weinstein at the end of, he had that same type of reputation. Yeah, I, I feel like that's why I don't know if I want to speak on it yet too much because, like, I feel like out of respect for the victims and the fact that the testimony they gave was pretty pretty crazy, the stories they told about him. Yeah. Um, and I, I get there was a broken system there with it. Like, there was stuff that happened that didn't... There was stuff that should have happened that didn't happen is and why he was released and... Mm-hmm. You know, he was only in jail, what, for three years or something like that for what he did. So I I don't know how I feel about talking about Bill Cosby as as funny as it was when he walked out of the courthouse. Uh, He's yeah. basically trolling people, which kind of pissed me off because I was like, okay, like there's you can't you can't like deny that there's people out there that are not going to be happy about this. So well, yeah, but there's also uh, <clears throat> it's kind of split where people subject. don't think he did anything. They didn't think he did anything wrong. There was just an attack. Well, of course not, and and that's okay. People can think that. I just mm. don't. Uh, I just don't know if I a hundred percent believe he's completely innocent as a person. I think he definitely used a lot of his fame, power, and money to get like anyone, honestly, in the industry. They use their fame, power, and money. He was dad. He was America's dad. Why wouldn't anyone want to trust him? You know what I mean? Like he's an innocent older. Yeah, so I don't know. I have a lot of things to say about it, but I don't know if I want to say it right now. It'll just be, it'll be interesting to see, like, how quickly he's doing TV interviews. They're already talking about how much it would cost for an appearance of him. I mean, I'd be floored. I mean, he is a comic, so, like, he's definitely going to get back up on stage again. But it's just, like, especially, I don't know where he stays at, but fucking, I don't know. If he starts doing comedy again and people are for it, people need to fucking let Louis C.K. come back then. Because mm-hmm. I understand that that whole shit, like, and you know what? It's weird. He shouldn't have been doing that. But no. 
at the end of the day, regardless of if those women later took it back, he had consent to do those things. Yeah. And people knew about it. It was a weird thing. He shouldn't have done it. That's a weird, weird thing to do. Like, you should leave your sexual business at your house. That's mm-hmm. like, want to stay out of trouble? Keep what goes on in your bedroom door behind closed fucking doors. Right. Um, but if he, if Cosby can walk back and be fucking praised again, which I mean, it seems mixed right now. We'll see how it goes. Come on. Like, keep the same <clears throat> energy, people. Well, Louis C.K. was the first person I thought of like immediately when the whole Bill Cosby, like when people are joking about Bill Cosby going back to comedy, it's like, if everyone's going to accept him with open arms back in the industry, then I think we need to look at that system yeah. of people that, you know, like another example is Aziz Ansari, like mm-hmm. someone else. And who- even maybe to another extreme, even though I do think it was weird, Chris D'Elia. Yeah. Cause a lot of the things that came out, like at the end of it, I mean, I did think I read that court case it was very weird. It did get fucking dropped. So I don't know if it was a settlement or not. It was a weird fucking case. But at the end of the day, he was just a creep fucking his fans. Yeah. Like barely legal. And you know, what's kind of like ironic about this whole thing. Like, yeah, like they'll get on guys about dating younger and stuff like that. People still fucking do that. Like it's no fucking issue. So like, I find it funny when it's picked and choose if people have an issue with it or not. I agree. Because that's always been a thing. Like, you're always treated as a woman after 30, like, who fucking would want you? That's how, like, the mainstream media makes it seem. So that's kind of fucking on you. Like, there's a reason why there's no more preteen generation. It's the fucking media. Yeah. So it's a bigger issue than... Like you said, this is the this is not a black and white world. There's a lot of fucking gray. So there's a lot of gray. That's why it's hard to talk about. You're just like, okay, if I'm gonna give this a chance, and there's other people I feel like deserve to have. Yeah, it's a like well, too. if he's not canceled anymore, so should this person be canceled? And what about this person? Yeah, let's go through the list of people that you know went through it and have still had have their careers not at all be what it was mm-hmm. i mean even after the fact i know all that marilyn manson and i'm not i'm sure there's plenty i'm sure like all those rock stars are fucking weird in my opinion yeah, yeah they're pieces of shit artists but mm-hmm. at the same time they like look at all those stories that came out about him he lost everything he doesn't have anything legally going on with him honestly that rachel evan woods is kind of fucking a little cuckoo if you follow her on Instagram, she's fucking cuckoo. My favorite fucking thing, I, I wanted to bring it up last episode, I totally forgot. She made a post about Juneteenth. Oh, God. Okay, you know, to, to explain it to the white people, the protocols. It literally <laughs> said in her thing, you, you don't invite yourself. Don't just assume you're invited to the cookout. And I was just like, who the fuck just randomly just pulls over and goes into someone's backyard for one? She did? She said that. She's like, don't just assume if you see a black people oh. having a cookout that you can invite yourself to it. Okay. Um, you may not put yourself in blackface to celebrate, nor corn rolls. And it's just like, who do you hang out with? Who do you fucking hang out with who thinks this shit's acceptable and that's just what white people do? 
<laughs> like, go back to your fucking Hollywood set because you fucking lost it, bitch. What? Like, so basically, she's like telling people like what they like common sense things, what you yeah. shouldn't do. On yeah, TV. like shit you would never do. No, but any sane person would never do. But I just like I just like just being like, <laughs> you just don't invite yourself to a cookout. This is their day. And it's just like, who just goes up to some stranger and be like, can I come to your barbecue? If you feel like you have to tell people that, then that's a problem. Yeah, you know, like, like bigger issues. If you feel like that's the fucking shit you need to fucking put out there, there's a whole other issue we need to get past first before we get into any of that. This shit. is why you don't need to listen to any fucking celebrities because they're fucking crazy. Hello. You never answer your motherfucking phone. 